step inside into the world of Lady Teal's Curios. Welcome to 2021 Curious Minds. I'm your host, Lady Teal, and I hope you have had a lovely holiday season and a happy new year. If you're listening to this, then congrats. You survived 2020, one of the arguably worst years on record for many people. I thought for sure we would have had aliens come by by the end of the year, but alas, they did not, as far as we can tell. However, I have high hopes for 2021. I don't really have any personal news or updates except to expect more content coming at you on a more regular basis. 2020 was all about working out the kinks with traveling full-time now and being in school, finishing my last year in school. I actually graduate next month with a degree in digital cinematography, so I'm hoping to get more visual content out there for you as well. As always, the best place to follow for updates is my Instagram page at Lady Teals Curios. So let's dive into Wednesday's Wacky and Weird. Last year was rough. We had COVID, we had murder hornets, fire tornadoes, and who knows what else. So what a better way to send off the year than aggressive squirrels who are terrorizing a queen's neighborhood. From gnawing on mailboxes to jumping and attacking people without motivation, this neighborhood has dealt with multiple squirrel attacks, even with some of the neighbors being injured so bad that they had to go to the hospital to have their squirrel bites treated. One ex-Marine stated that he literally had to fight off the squirrel. He felt like he was in a real fight, and this is coming from an ex-Marine. The residents have banded together to request help from the city and county and have not heard back yet, so they have all pitched in to hire squirrel trappers because the situation is that bad. I've linked one of the news articles that covers this story. I really hope there are some more updates because just crazy aggressive squirrels attacking people in mailboxes randomly without any provocation, that's just... A great story. <laughs> I really hope that the people are okay from what I read. It sounded like everybody was stitched up okay and got their rabies shots and everything was good, but the squirrel attacks are still coming. So we'll have to see if they're still attacking the, this queen's neighborhood in a few months. We'll follow up on that. <laughs> 2021 has definitely not let me down so far with the weird and the wacky news. Last year, we experienced the mysterious monolithic sculpture that I'm pretty sure was an art installation project, despite my deepest wishes that it was a location marker for some extraterrestrial or interdimensional being. One can only hope, right? This year was rung in with a controversial sculpture of a vagina in Brazil. Artist Juliana Notari calls the piece Diva, and it is located in an open-air museum in Pernambuco. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, so I will link the location and the news article in the show notes so you can check that out yourself. 
The artist said that it depicts both a vagina and a wound and is meant to question the relationship between nature and culture in a phallocentric and anthropocentric society. The sculpture has sparked controversy in Brazil. In response to this artwork, the political guru of the president of Brazil tweeted a proposal to erect a giant penis sculpture as a way to challenge it. Needless to say, he was cock-blocked by hundreds. I came up with that joke all on my own. (laughs) Let's see what's next on the docket. So many people like to set new goals and intentions every new year on how to better themselves. This is something that you might do. Some people even go so far as to change their name to one that better suits their authentic self. This is definitely a more extreme way of becoming a more authentic you, but it is something that many people do. But what if you changed your name to, let's say, Celine Dion? This actually happened. A 30-year-old Staffordshire man, formerly known as Thomas Dodd, legally changed his name to Celine Dion this past December. Granted, this was after a heavy night of drinking. (laughs) However, he claimed he is slightly obsessed with Celine Dion, and he had this amazing idea after watching a virtual concert of hers. He received the official documentation in the mail and it had his name changed information and everything. And his first reaction was, how am I supposed to tell my HR department that I need to change my email footer to Celine Dion? He also confirmed that as of now, he doesn't intend to change his name back. He added, it could be worse. It could have been Boris Johnson. We're just lucky he doesn't have any live concerts. (laughs) So apparently, legally changing one's name to a celebrity name has been done before. In fact, this also happened last year with comedian Joe Lysette. He changed his name to Hugo Boss to protest the company's business practices. Finally, if there's one thing we've all learned from quarantining this past year, it's how to start new hobbies. So if you're still in lockdown mode and need a new hobby to pursue, you should try your hand at butter sculpting. This is something that I never knew existed, but when I found out it existed, I wasn't really too shocked. However, I still like to classify it in the world of wacky and weird because it's butter sculptures. And surprisingly, it's pretty common. It happens at a lot of state fairs. And the the sculptures usually depict anything from animals to people to buildings. And the sculptures can weigh as much as 80 pounds. That's 80 pounds of butter. So I figure most people have butter. And a lot of people are still quarantining or self-quarantining. So if you're bored at home, grab a stick of butter and see what you can sculpt. I'd love to see what you can do. I am a horrible sculptor. But I would love to try, maybe I'll try my hand at like a building or something because you can't really go wrong with squares upon squares, right? (laughs) 
According to Wikipedia, the earliest documented butter sculptures date from Europe in 1536. And this is something else that I was totally surprised about. I thought maybe this is something that just recently came up in the past hundred years when people got bored at state fairs and they wanted another contest. But no, it's been around since the 1500s and the butter sculptures were used on banquet tables. As far as public art goes, we can see butter sculptures used in public art as early as 1876. And this is from artist Caroline Shock Brooks. She was a farm woman from Helena, Arkansas, and she displayed her sculpture called Dreaming Lolanth, and it was a bust of a woman modeled in butter. It was such a hit, and she actually began using her sculptures of butter as a selling point, and then she was invited back to other exhibitions where she even um, made a sculpture of Columbus for the 1893 Chicago Columbian Exposition. So the article that I came across was actually for the Pennsylvania Farm Show Butter Sculpting Contest. And if you're a resident of Pennsylvania, you can actually enter into the Farm Show Sculpting Contest. The submissions will be accepted January 9th through the 16th and will be judged by fans of the Farm Show Facebook page. You can use up to five pounds of butter. You are allowed to use chicken wire or sculpting wire and a base to support your design. Entrants are encouraged to look for Pennsylvania butter to help support the local Pennsylvania dairy industry, of course. You are not allowed to use any food dye or coloring in your sculpture, and it must be unique and individual, your own personal work. So, like I said, I'm not sure I even knew butter, butter sculpting was a thing when I found out. I wasn't really that surprised, but I was really surprised to find out how far back in history butter sculpting actually went back. And that was pretty fascinating to me. I think I have a couple extra sticks of butter laying around the house, so I might try to make something and post it <laughs> in a couple days. Um, I would love to see if you or your kids are still hanging out around the house um, and want to do something fun for the weekend, I would love, love, love to see your butter sculptures. So um, hit me up on Instagram at Lady Teals Curios and we can use the hashtag Curious Butter Sculptures. That sounds amazing. <laughs> this whole food sculpture thing I know has been around for history. It kind of makes me wonder what is the weirdest substance ever used for a sculpture. So I might do a little research and go down the rabbit hole and we can cover that for a different episode. That's all for Wednesday's Wacky and Weird. Stay tuned for this Friday's Wonderings episode where we travel to Sedona, Arizona in pursuit of Bigfoot, aliens, vortexes, and more. Remember, stay curious. <laughs>